what's happening everybody hope you're all having a great day and welcome back to another episode of blake's take with yours truly blake neiman and every four years when the summer olympics come around you picture world-class athletes world-class athletes representing the red white and the blue in various sports against other countries from all across the globe the U.S. is very successful in various sports at the Olympic Games, but arguably the most dominant is the United States basketball team. Since being made an official Olympic sport in 1936, the men's basketball team has won 15 of 19 possible gold medals, winning the last three straight in a row. They have been nothing short of dominant in the past three Olympic Games, sweeping through the competition so that the same expe- so that same expectation was set for this team in Tokyo. Early on, this team was not living up to the high expectations, losing two straight exhibition games, which was stunning as they had only lost two exhibition games in all this program's history prior to this summer. But... The Americans really went into panic mode when the Team USA lost their opening Olympic game to France, their first loss in Olympic play since their bronze medal in 2004. It was looking like the world had finally caught up to the U.S., with so many international players now emerging in the NBA, Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Nikola Jokic, And then just on France alone, they have Evan Fournier and three-time Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert. But overall, the U.S. still has more talent than any country in the world, which is why they have figured out how they needed to figure out how to play together and their skill would take, take care of the rest if they just figured out that. Well... That is just what the U.S. did, and they dial in on the team and still had a, had a desire to take home and be- that beloved gold medal. They came out and dominated the rest of group play, defeating Iran by 54 and then the Czech Republic by 35, gaining some confidence going into the quarterfinal where they took care of Spain by 14. This left them in the semifinal against Australia who they lost one of those exhibition games to just a few weeks back. But they got their redemption off the, on the Ozskis this time, as they in, in dominant fashion as well, with 19-point blowout highlighted by a major improvement in offensive setups and defensive stops. Now, they were guaranteed a medal, but the U.S. doesn't settle for anything less than gold. The team standing in their way was the French, who ironically... Here they are again. They upset the Americans in that first Olympic game, making them one of the most high, miss one of the most in highly anticipated gold medal matches in Olympic basketball history. The U.S. started slowly in the gold medal game, not being able to buy a three early on, while France, on the other hand, looked comfortable getting buckets playing their game. But huge Team USA's all-time leading scorer and best player on the planet, Kevin Durant, who led the way the entire way with, uh, through all three gold medal games of his career and the first three quarters of this gold medal game where he was unstoppable, creating and knocking down shots to keep his team in it. By the time France was singling out him out, it was too late as he was locked in the zone, finishing with 29 total points in this game, securing his third straight gold medal as an individual and the U.S.'s fourth consecutive as a team. 
in three gold medal games, Durant has been nothing short of spectacular. Scoring 30 in London, 30 in Rio, and now 29 in Tokyo. But KD wasn't the only contributor in this hard-earned gold medal run. As Drew Holiday brought his defensive energy straight from the NBA Finals over to Tokyo. With three steals in this one, while holding the France's biggest offensive production and current NBA player, Evan Fournier, to 33% shooting, including 2 of 9 from beyond the arc. Fournier couldn't get an inch of advantage trying to get downhill against Holiday, similar to how Chris Paul was trying to in the finals. But France made this a game by not just going big, but absolutely massive. With twin 7-footers Rudy Gobert and Mustafa Fall, the Americans, as they have done all tournaments, switched everything defensively, and France hunted small defenders, sticking and trying to that they were trying to defend the Twin Towers, and they were obviously no match. Gobert, who would love to be prioritized as he is in the Utah Jazz's offense, as he is for the France national team, finished with 16 points on a perfect five of five from the field. He sealed deep and rolled hard and was given green, the green light to back his way under the basket until the U.S. was just forced to foul him, which is where the trouble began. Gobert finished with just 6 for 13 from the free throw line. He had a legit chance to lead the French to a gold medal over the country that he uh, plays in in the NBA. And had, been, had he been able to have a good night at the free throw line, that would have been very possible. But in the end... The U.S. was just the superior team, both at the top end and from a depth standpoint. People saying that the U.S. don't need to send their star players to the Olympics are ignoring how far international basketball has become, with over 100 international players now in the, in the most competitive league of all, the NBA. There is no shortage of talent around the globe. And if KD wasn't there for Team USA, this could have been a very different story for the U.S., Fortunately for Team USA, though, he was there, ever embracing the big stage and his responsibility to own it. What a player, and what a night for the Americans. Huge gold medal win, arguably their most hard-earned in their history. It was a great, long, hard run, ups and downs, but ultimately, we still reached the end destination of a gold medal, and we hold on to the world's best team for yet another four years. That is so great to see. I'm glad they overcame adversity. And it was just a great story that we will remember in Olympic history for a long time and definitely these next four years. And hopefully they can get them out in Paris in 2024 with some more continuing rising talent from the Americans. It'll be fun to see what team we get in 2024. But I can almost assure you that Kevin Durant will be on it again. Thank you all for tuning in. You can catch more of Blake's take on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube, and I'll see you all in the next one.